Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Philadelphia-based jazz guitarist and composer Joshua Stamper. We had a good talk about his latest project, the 2022 album Soma Schema. This album features him straddling the jazz, classical, and experimental worlds. He gets into the construction of his 12th release as a leader, along with exploring how he survived COVID, the future ahead, and so much more. Enjoy this interview. Yep. Oh, hey, thank you again, Joshua, for taking a minute out today. I appreciate it. Of course, yeah, yeah. So, as I was mentioning before, uh, before we get into the album, talk to me a little bit of how, about how you survived COVID and how that process changed you now that, you know, you've got a new album out, the world's kind of reemerging to live music. Uh, yeah, it, it, it certainly represented a, a, a hit income-wise, but, uh, you know, I, I think in general I fared probably fared better in some ways than, than a lot of, uh, my, uh, colleagues. I, a lot of the, a lot of the work that I do is actually composing and arranging, uh, for, um, you know, I have my own slew of projects, of course, but I also write a lot of music for other people. And so, you know, that's, uh, the, even though recording was was really pretty impossible um, for you know a good year and a half or so, um, I was still able to do some arranging projects for people and and um, and uh, you know writing string quartet arrangements or chamber orchestra arrangements for their records and and you know it's just a matter of kind of getting those things front loaded for when when we could actually go back into the studio. I did do a little bit of studio remote studio recording um uh which was which was helpful and um and all teaching activities were of course online. Um but yeah, it it's uh it it is nice to be getting out there again and and um you know starting to play and perform and, and it it feels <laughs> it feels good to be with people. So, for sure, yeah. Well, talk to me about the new project, Soma Schema. I mean, it's uh, there's there's a lot going on here. So, talk to me a little bit about how this album came about. Yeah. So, so this collection of musicians, we had all worked, you know, in various configurations for quite a while, and and we you know, out of those collaborations, you know, friendships really bloomed out of them and, and, and also kind of a shared, uh, set of sensibilities musically, you know, real love for space and, uh, freedom of movement and, and, um, uh, play, uh, playfulness, humor, all that kind of thing. And, and, uh, but also, you know, all of these musicians had had played a lot of my work, and so that that actually was um, yeah, there's something about you know I think when when a when a ensemble becomes really really familiar with a, a particular uh, uh, compositional approach that they inhabit that music in a way that's uh, where there's a there's a settling into you know, those, uh, aesthetic priorities. And so, so that was happening with my own work, which is really, which was a real gift. And then, so out of these, you know, different, 
uh, all these different collaborations, uh, I, I basically just said, you know, I just, I would really, I, I, there's so much affinity that, that these particular musicians share. And I approached each one and said, Hey, what do you think about, you know, actually being part of a, a, a group together, you know, and, and though they were all, uh, completely on board and, and, uh, yeah. And then I just started writing specifically for this, this group. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty special group of musicians and friends and, and, um, yeah, they're all phenomenal players and, and really, really terrific human beings. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of how it all emerged. And, and, um, we did the initial, well, the very first session was in 2019, which was, uh, the summer of 2019, which was a, a, a kind of a disaster of a session. We just had a mountain of technical difficulties <laughs> in the session itself. So, so what that meant was that, uh, you know, just about, well, everything except for the drums and some bass and, you know, a couple guitars and some keys, uh, everything else had to be redone. It was just, it was, it was a really frustrating <laughs> experience, but, um, so then we, you know, as we we're kind of retracking in different situations, you know, which kind of brought us up to the last session, I think was in at the end of January of 2020. Yeah. And then it, I, I took all that unusable material and then, and then decided to, I, I, I really, <laughs> really wanted to redeem that experience of that initial session. And, and uh, so I, I chopped up all that, you know, unworkable, unusable material and, and kind of started creating these, these collage compositions out of, out of all the remnants of, of that session and, um, you know, creating new compositions out of, out of, out of the old stuff. And, um, yeah. And so pitch shifting and running things backwards and, you know, taking a solo from this, this song and then a, uh, drums from that song and it, it was it was it ended up being really really fun um uh from there uh the you know through the first part of uh the first you know month or so of the pandemic um i was mixing remotely with uh, uh my mixing engineer and then um yeah and then it was just uh kind of waiting in the wings until until the right kind of situation came about to release it. So, so that's kind of the, the, the arc, uh, timeline-wise. So what are you hoping the listener gets from this album? Well, um, I think my... When I'm... All of my favorite music and my own experience in music is, is very much... Uh, it's a, a spatial um, listening experience that it's... I, I, there is this 3D quality to um, when I'm listening, um, and all of my favorite music. It's a very, very wide open space, you know. Where, and by space, I mean a space with physical dimensions. You know, there's front, back, left, right, up, down, and um, in all my favorite music, there's this, there's just this openness and there's room to explore and room to run around and room to play. And, and so I, th I guess in terms of what I hope the 
listener comes away with is some kind of sense of that, you know, where there's a, where there's a, yeah, a kind of a, a physicality to, to the uh, experience, and uh, yeah, and that there's and that they have room to, yeah, lots of room to look around. And you know, you have a lot of influences. You know, you're you're going from you know classical to jazz, experimental. There's a lot going on. How did you arrive at that? How have you evolved to this kind of voice that you have? Yeah, well, I think I think it is really just a function of of being a a pretty omnivorous listener. Um, uh, you know, I was when I was in high school. I was we. I just had the really, really good fortune of having you know two really phenomenal music teachers. They were always you know one was you know pretty steeped in the classical tradition, and one was very much a, um, coming from the jazz tradition. And but they were always giving me and all of my uh, peers, the real literature to to work with. You know, it wasn't it wasn't any kind of uh, it wasn't like uh, classical pieces that were kind of adapted for high schoolers. It was actually the actual material, and so they 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 really took their students seriously. And as as a function of that, you know, I, uh, or as a result, I. Yeah, it was always. Uh, I felt I felt like I was well well nourished, and um, and there were, and it was just always like consistently compelling uh, from the go. And then that was mixed in with growing up with uh, a dad who who really loved fifties and sixties rock and roll, and then you know being exposed to lots of experimental tech uh, music, and and so I you know I think. As with most people, all of all of the things that you hear end up kind of filtering through, you know, your, your own uh, person and your own kind of set of you know the things that you your your own uh, set of resonances, I guess, um, you know, the things that you respond to, and and but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of it. Doesn't uh, it's not something that I've I've really um tried to I haven't tried to find a voice so much as just responding to the the things that that make my heart beat a little faster you know in, in what I'm listening to right on so if anyone out there wants to pick up the brand new album where's the best place for them to go to either buy stream or find out about Anything that you might be doing in the future? Yeah, thanks. Um, the best place is 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 always Bandcamp. Um, it's the most kind of pro artist medium that I know of that's out there. Just in, in terms of its, uh, yeah, it, it treats artists well. So, so yeah, it's just um, yeah. If you go to Bandcamp and type in Joshua Stamper, um, it will come up, and then you'll see a collection of. Releases uh, and Soma Schema being the, the most recent. So, and then for future projects, I think just going to my website, which is just joshuastamper.com. And uh, yeah, there's that's where you find out all the not just the albums, but collaborations and writing and uh, essays and things like that. So. Hey, Joshua, thank you for opening up about the album. Good luck with it, and you know, with the world opening up. Good luck with everything. I appreciate it. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview. We give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Philadelphia, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Joshua for his time, energy, and cool. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store. Visit Neon Jazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.